Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to Friday's edition of Unequal Sequels. <laughs> See, I left you a gap today. Rich, can you let them know what we are planning to do on this very special Friday edition, please? On this very special Friday edition, it's a very special two-part Friday edition where we run through our lists, our top ten sequels that are better than the originals. So... right. First part, we're going to go through 10 to 6. Part 2, we're going to go through 5 down to 1, our very best sequel that is better than the original. There are some caveats here. We are talking sequels. So no Part 3s, no Return of the Jedi, no Fast Fives. This is purely sequels. (laughs) Second ones only. You could see that I was going to have both of them in mind. Yeah, 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 me too. Not allowed. So they are top 10 of sequels only, 10 down to 6 in this first episode. Five down to one in the second episode. Yeah. Did you find this tough? I found it really tough. I found it really tough. My top five, easy. And then 10 to six, mm. the ones we're going to talk about today, I found actually a bit harder. It was easy to kind of nail on. And I think that, I think we're going to have a lot of the same movies, but not in the same order. I think so yeah. as well. Yeah. I think we're going to. I think there's a, I've got a couple of curveballs in there. I've got one I think you're going to absolutely hate and disagree with me on. I can't wait to reach we'll it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, when you said, shall I tell you my list earlier? I was like, absolutely not. I want to be shocked. <laughs> That's going to happen, I guess. Okay, right. So we, sh- we shall start at number 10 in our lists. So number 10 in my list, one that has been on the show a couple of times as choice of best sequel, and it is Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. Number 10 Ditto. in my list. Is that number 10 in your list as well? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my days! It's gonna be like it's gonna be like when we did the Fast and Furious ranking, and we're gonna be the same all the way through, above like two outliers. That's so that's so weird. The first one, yeah. Why is that number ten? Rich? Scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. I think, and still sticks in my memory now. Not a massive Star Trek fan. I never really have been. Never in into the original series. Never been into many of the series, to be honest. That film really sticks in my brain, and I I, I remember it from. For like seven or eight years old watching that movie mm. so it's got to be in there it's much but i can't remember the the motion picture you know that's i've seen that as well and that that's that, that's not stuck in my brain at all but this yeah. wrath of khan lodged forever when i'm 90 years old in my nursing home and i can't remember what my name is i will remember that bug crawling in chekhov's ear in wrath of khan yeah when we're talking about movies that are much better than the original, then this, yeah, this definitely has to be up here. Absolutely. This is probably a newer one to my list since we've I've watched it and we've spoken about it a couple of times. I just fucking love it now. I just think it's so clever mm. and it's so good. Like it's a submarine like film in space. Yeah. 
It would have been on my list anyway, I think. When I think about sequels that are better than the original, it definitely is one that comes to mind. So even before Mm. we started this podcast, it would have been on my list. But you're right, we've actually kind of definitely nailed it down. It's the best sequel. It's the best Star Trek film. I don't think that's very hard, but it's it's just great. Four's good. I like four. Which one's that one? Four. It's the one with... It's, it's not, the Voyage Home. Yeah, it's not Search for Spock, it's the next one. Which I think is the Voyage, Voyage Home. Is that what it's the one with the whales. Yeah, the one with the whales. Yeah, the one with the whales. That's the one. I used to think that one used to be really dumb until I rewatched it recently. And I was like, no, this is better than most. Because <laughs> like, the bad guy is like a, a piece of like lead that floats through the, the sky. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, it's through space towards Earth. <laughs> I can't believe we both got that for number 10. What a film as yeah, well. Yeah, what a film. And then who who was telling us all the stories about, oh, Matt, Matt from Sequelizers gave us like a rundown of how it got made yeah. and why it got made and who made it. And I found that really interesting that it was made by a bunch of people that didn't even know what Star Trek was. Absolutely. That's a cracking film. It's, it's really well done. And it's to take all those well-known characters from the TV show and to really make a great movie with them. It's, it's, it's mm. really good. Are we ready to move on to number nine? Because I think nine. we've talked about Wrath of Khan a lot. So I feel like maybe... Maybe number nine for me is one we've definitely not talked about. Ditto, but I don't think this is going to be the same for us now. I think this is no, going to go a little bit No, I think we're going to diverge because I'm not sure this one will be on your list. Okay. My one is Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And this is the one that I thought Dave is not going to agree did you think I'll put it higher? No, I didn't think you'd have it. I don't think I didn't think you thought Two Towers was better than the original Return of the King. I'm going to tell you now, uh, Two Towers is my favourite Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not at number nine in my list. It could make an appearance. You love Lord of the Rings though, right? So, oh, yes, so yeah. I would imagine if it wasn't your list, it'd be higher up. I didn't realise yes. it was your favourite favorite Lord of the Rings film. I thought Return of the King was, your fav- was going to be your favourite. Helm's Deep is pretty much the best thing I've ever seen on cinema. Yeah. That is probably better than most films are ever. I, I just love that 25 minutes of Helm's Deep is the best, one of the best scenes up there. It's, I, just, I can't talk about it enough. I think it's amazing. But anyway, you tell me why you... I'll, I'll get to oh, know no, why absolutely. I love it. You tell I, I think it's amazing too. I like the fact that there is the, 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 the kind of the the hiding behind the city walls and the, the you genuinely feel scared, you know, mm. imagining what it would be like to be in, in that city. I think that the whole dealing with the father's grief over his son's death that's that's a lovely thing that's dealt with really well Gollum you actually kind of feel sorry for Gollum in this movie you know he's really kind of empathetic and Andy Serkis is amazing yeah I think it's literally like the it's the bit that glues the trilogy all together isn't it it's the bit that kind of the two towers had to be amazing to pull it all together and you know how Christopher Lee is massively like sinister in this movie i'm really sad he's not in the third one uh, i suppose he's in the extended one more isn't he like he's not but he's is he in the third one at all i can't remember because i can't remember the last time i watched the theatrical cuts i think he's only in the extended one in the third one he definitely dies yeah. at some point and i'm not quite sure if it's but i should go back and watch them but if i during lockdown last year we i finally got her to watch lord of the rings and I was like, well, we might as well do the extended cut because, you know, we're inside for all this time now and can't go out. So pizza and Lord of the Rings it was and she really enjoyed them. But I can't remember the theatrical cuts. I haven't watched them in, oh, 15 years or something. Yeah. I always go to extended. Yeah, me too, because I have the extended ones on DVD. So that's the ones I watch. But yeah, Two Towers for me. And it's just a lovely movie. It's just, a, a, like you say, it's a, an awe-inspiring, brilliant movie. And better than the first one, as far as I'm concerned. But I, I know not not everyone agrees with me on that. I don't think it's everyone's favourite. It's a lot of people's least favourites, because uh, they say it's slow. 
Is it? I don't think it's slow. Something is always happening. I watched the extended edition. I don't think it's slow. They might get annoyed by the talking trees. Really? Yeah. I see. For me, the Ents, the Ents, and the frustration of the Hobbits at the Ents being so slow is brilliant. brilliant. I love that. It's like the difference between like small creatures that go fast and massive creatures that move slowly. And I think it's brilliant. I think it's great. It's a miracle that those films work because they're so complex and there's so much story to tell. And I'm reading a book at the moment, um, Ian Nathan's, I can't remember what it's called. It's about the making of Lord of the Rings, basically. And it's okay. it's a fantastic... Uh, I'm just, as soon as I finish reading the book, I'm going to go and watch them all again. How they got those nice. made is just incredible. And on the budget they did uh, on this work, like this wetter workshop that had no really high-end experience in ma- making like Hollywood-based films. Oh, it's inspiring. I love it. But again, I'll get to it, I think. We'll talk about it a bit more when we get to your pick of it, because... I think you 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 obviously love it a lot more than me. I think it's going to come up a lot higher in yes. your in your ranking. And so, what's your number? Number nine, nine for me. It's a bit of a, a curveball. Is Lethal Weapon two? Ah, oh, my number eight. Oh. <laughs> Lethal Weapon two is my number eight. Such a good movie. Such a good like. Such a good. All buddy cop movies should be based on. At this point, you know the characters. You've you've got. I can't say I don't love Lethal Weapon One because I do, but I love Lethal Weapon Two. Lethal Weapon Two is also the first Lethal Weapon I watched, oh, and okay. I was probably about eight, and I remember it because of my. I had to go somewhere with my mum and dad, and they were going for a meal at my at a friend's house. And I came along because I had at that point in my life I had an operation on my leg because they couldn't leave me on my own. So they just put me in a bedroom. And was like, oh, I'll just watch TV. And I probably shouldn't have watched Lethal Weapon Two because it's quite violent. But I did. I loved it. Absolutely <laughs> loved it. I loved all the explosions. Nice. I loved the diplomatic immunity. Boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love rigs. I love the fact that Murtar are kicking the ass of racist South Africans. Oh, yeah, you blick. Oh, oh, so good. So good. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it introduces it. Joe Pesci's character, which by this point isn't that annoying. He's still quite funny. No, he's still funny, isn't he? Yeah. It? It's got that brilliant scene at the start where Murtar's sat, where Murtar's on the yeah, toilet. Yeah, that's the toilet. That's Leaf Weapon 2. Yeah, the bomb on the, on the toilet. Yeah. Fantastic. That's that's brilliant and his boat you know Motel's boat's in it as well it's the second one where his daughter's a bit more grown up this isn't the one the third one is the one with um the ex-cop Jack no no I'm thinking of the daughter's boyfriend uh, Chris Rock that's the fourth one that's the fourth one that's the fourth one I think this is the one where the daughter starts getting a crush on Riggs though isn't it I think that goes from all of them the second one's the one with all the South Africans and I love the fact that a black man kicks all their asses. Yeah. That's just that's just a bit And I it's got a great shootout on the boat at the end and they, they get locked in like a, a container with cars and the Yeah. They drive the car out and the money goes everywhere. And at that point you actually think Riggs is dying. At one point he gets shot. Yeah, he gets sh- no he gets stabbed, doesn't he? He gets shot. Does he get shot? Shot and he? stabbed. He gets everything. Oh yeah, yeah. He shoots Riggs. Yeah, he does, yeah. You're right, yeah. Because he beats the other South African in a, a knife fight and he's all wounded. And then the big bad yeah. guy shoots him. And then him. shoots him when he does the d- diplomatic community line, like you say, yeah. Fantastic film. Yeah, great definitely. action film. Uh, it's a shame Richard Donner died recently. I'd probably watch another fifth one if it ever came along. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 2, prime example of a sequel that's better than the, than the original. The original's great. Mm. The original is brilliant. But this takes it up a notch. Absolutely takes it up a notch. And also, I broke up with an ex. 
and she took my Lethal Weapon box sets. What? She took all of them. She took loads of my DVDs, but this is the one I was most upset about. But that was my number eight, and that was your number nine. Yes. Right? What's your number eight? My number eight, and you might be surprised about this, is Blade Runner 2049. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, it's not in my list, but you're right. It is good. I'm not sure if it's better than Blade Runner. You're normally in two camps. You're either you love Blade Runner and you think it's the best movie ever, or you don't like Blade Runner. And I've tried watching Blade Runner a lot. Again, it is a good film. Do I like love it? No, no, I don't. But this one, I love. I think I thought it's brilliant. And I got dragged to go and see this one because I was like, oh, I didn't really like the original. You know, I can uh, like respect what it is, what why it's the movie it is with the how Ridley Scott made it and you know how impactful it is on today's society in the future blah 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 blah. but this one wow i mean what a film like it's stunning like roger deakin's work is just out of this world yeah it's great it's great i'm i think i'm in the camp i mean i'm not i don't love blade runner i don't like it's not my favorite film in the whole world but i do really like it i really like the sequel but i would probably put them it's a that's a kind of a situation of an equal sequel i think <laughs> yeah. it's it's i probably like them the same amount and harrison ford as deckard you know as i think he's kind of is deckard, deckard, yeah, deckard. Is deckard isn't it yeah deckard yeah i think whether is he a replicant isn't he a replicant you know that kind of question mark that you have in the first one that you don't get answered and get a bit more answers i think in the second one. yeah i think ryan goslin's great in the new one as well i just think overall it's a better movie yeah i think it's a better story as well i know it's got jared leto and he seems to be everyone's punching bag at the moment <laughs> but there's a lot to like here i i just remember watching it in the cinema i watched it in imax which probably helps and just been absolutely blown away by it like everything about the sound the the music, mm. the cinematography, the the special effects, the storyline. And I wasn't prepared for it, just because, like I said, going in, I was like, oh, I'll go, yeah, I'll go see it with you. Why not? Did the, uh, the, did the de-aging annoy you at all? Because there's, there's a bit of digital de-aging in it, isn't there? No, not by that point. I've learned to live with de-aging at this point. If it's not going to annoy me in Rogue One, it's not going to annoy me in this. No, it's slightly grated on me yeah. a little. What a film. It's just, I can't believe it wasn't a success. Like, we haven't got another one. It just absolutely floored me when I saw it. I think it was one of those films at the end when I'm stuck in my, I left in my seat just going, wow, that was good. And then I have to question about everything I know because the first one didn't do anything for me. And it's, I, I have watched the, the director's cut, the editor's cut, the, you know, the, the composer's cut, the fan cut, whatever cuts there are. Yeah, there's so many cuts. The original cut. I'm not actually quite sure which one I'm meant to be watching and enjoying. So when it got to this, no, just thought it was great. I don't know how many words I can use to... It just made a, such an impact on me. I think it's probably the best film I've seen in the last... Hang on, when did Whiplash come out? Uh, last five years? God, time goes past really quickly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, did you, do you like Blade Runner 49? Like you, like you said, you, you're quite a fan of the original. No, I did. I really liked it. I really liked it. I was in the camp of, this is going to be rubbish. Like, it's 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 doing a sequel to a film that was a long time yeah, you ago. I couldn't see where they were going to go with it. I don't yeah, I don't like the big gaps. I think it kind of it, it rarely works. And and so I went into it thinking it was, this is going to be rubbish. Really loved it. Really liked it like you did. And the reason I guess it's not on this list is because I just I don't know. I don't think I thought it was better than That's the fair enough for you. I think it's on a level I think. You know, that's but that's just my that's just my opinion. I can absolutely appreciate it being on the, on your list though cuz it's a yeah. great film. What's your uh number 7? Number 7 I have Aliens. Oh. 
that low? <laughs> well, it's only that low because I came to Alien and Aliens a lot later than I think most people did. So it's not quite ingrained in my childhood psyche like a lot of people. So a lot of people are like, oh my God, there's this movie called Alien and it's um, so scary and it's the coolest thing you've ever seen. I didn't watch it until I think I was about 25. I watched Aliens the second one, when we were in our last year of university. Blimey. So that was 2005, 2006. So I'd have been about 25 when I watched this movie for the first time. The reason it's a little bit lower down, I think, for me, is just because it doesn't have that... doesn't give me the childhood feels that I think it gives other people. But it's great. And I like I like the action movie Alien better than I like the horror movie Alien. Mm-hmm. Yes, me too. I guess that. Yeah. But... Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get to yours. Yeah. (laughs) I know you're going to have that in here. (laughs) I know that's going to be in your list. But yeah, I mean, I really like it. The face huggers still freak me the hell out. So did you have a gap between watching Alien? Did you watch that when you were young or did you watch them all around? No, no, I watched them. I watched them both when I was... I watched them kind of back to back, basically. Oh, wow. I watched Alien, Aliens and Alien 3, I think, in like over three nights in our rubbishy house in... In Cheltenham. Yeah. Did you not fancy doing yeah. the fourth one, or was that? I don't think I had. I think I had the trilogy on DVD. Right. Like I got the trilogy on DVD, and I didn't have the fourth one, which is why I didn't watch it. Do you have a favourite scene from Aliens? Because there's quite a few. <sighs> that was his mouth, guys. That wasn't his bum. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That was me. <laughs> I guess the Ripley in the in the like the robot yellow. Oh right. Yeah. Thingies. Yeah. That's that. Also, her calling the alien a bitch. I quite like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh. She's so good in that film. That's a gorgeous She's so good. And it's so much better as an action film. And, and, and it does that brilliant thing that brilliant sequels do, which is gone, we made a horror film. We don't make another horror film. Mm. Let's make an action film. You know, that's great. It's so good. I don't remember liking Alien 3 as much. No, there's not a lot to. Uh, again, people give Alien 3 it's a bit of a hard time, but it's just. When you've got Alien, which is one of the best horror films set in space, and then you've got Aliens, which is one of the best action yeah. films set in space, then where are you going to go? You can't... Yeah. You have to make it a comedy, wouldn't you? Yeah. And how many <laughs> films make three great films in a row like that? Yeah, true. If they had a third film, that would be the perfect trilogy. I also find Bishop really creepy. Yeah. The android, the, yeah. The, the android, yeah. I find him generally quite creepy. I remember his milky blood at the end yeah yeah and i think that's part of it is milky blood yeah the fact i probably watched this at about three o'clock in the morning after we'd been to a club <laughs> what a time on my tiny little tv with its built-in dvd player before everyone had flat screen TVs. yeah i won't t- i won't get into it but i watched it a lot earlier than you probably and it still yeah. scared the shit out of me but it made a good a good impact yeah wow cool i can't believe that's that what a low for you but i'm not having to go it's your so choice rich <laughs> what have you got at seven? I think you might have a go at me now for this one. I've got Back to the Future 2. Really? Yeah. I've not got Back to the Future 2 in mine. Because I don't think it's better than the original. <laughs> I'm one of those people that thinks Back to the Future 2 is better than Back to the Future 1. And again, wow. it's not by a lot. It's kind of like an alien aliens thing. Yeah. I just like, I'm like, oh, it's got all the best bits Back to the Future, plus other good bits. So, and they go, they actually go Back to the Future... I think it's a great film. It's a great film. In fact, all three of them are great films. I even like the third one. I love the third one. I got a poster for it the other day. The first one's better for me. The first one's the best one for me. And that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just not in my list, that's all. So what's your 
What, what's your favourite thing about Back to the Future 2? What's your what are your favourite scenes? Do hoverboards. Like the, hoverboards. Hoverboards. I was going to say, do you like the hoverboards? <laughs> I really, I still to this day want the hoverboards. I love his trainers. I've now got, I kind of own a pair that kind of look similar. They're not like the ones that like the four grand ones. Yeah. People have looked at them and gone, oh, they look like Back to the Future trainers. I'm like, yes, they are. I did that on purpose. <laughs> do they lace themselves up no sadly they don't oh. lace themselves up Rich. it's just the, it's the look of the shoe I think Michael J Fox is an absolute star in it I love the flying car and again a lot of this is from a childhood isn't it like the things that make an impression of you when you're little and you think wow yeah. I want a hoverboard I want a jacket that does itself up I want a pizza you can put in the microwave that goes bing after a second like when I was little that futuristic house which now a video screen or for a phone doesn't isn't amazing yeah. but back then i was like oh that's incredible but a hologram of jaws 46 or whatever it is coming out of a billboard yeah that's still cool <laughs> i love the design of it i love the storyline of it i thought it's very clever how there's old biff and young biff the the gambling the or only mac is that how you say it oh yeah Olmanac. yeah uh betting i could it's one of those films that if it's on then i just have to watch it and even if it has adverts and i own it I still seem to sit there and think, watch it, it's, it's really good. I'd about to say it's a perfect film, but it's not, because it would have been higher up if it's Yeah, perfect. true, true. But it's a good film. It's a good choice. And I, caught, I think I felt the same as you about... I sort of struggled with Ghostbusters 2 as well, because I thought about putting Ghostbusters 2 in this list, but I'm not sure it is better than the original. That's why it's not here. It's a great sequel. Yeah. I don't think it's better than the first one. And if you were doing a, a list of our best sequels then I think Back to the Future 2 would be in that list, along with Ghostbusters 2 would be in my list hmm. in terms of my favourite sequels, but they're not better than the original. That's, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Okay, last one of this episode. So that we got down to seven, so we're now down to six. Yeah. So this is the last one of this episode, of part one of this very special extra episode. Yeah. I have got Toy Story 2. <sighs> I thought you would have it in there somewhere great film i agree with you i think it is better than the original yeah is it in your list no no oh nice <laughs> on my uh leftovers like uh maybe uh, okay pile. yeah i love toy story 2 i think i love emperor zerg i love al and his toy barn yeah i love i love jesse and bullseye i love stinky pete the prospector I love Woody getting done up and like turn back and the whole Woody roundup thing i love the fact that when they do that whole thing with Woody's Roundup with all the merchandise, the way they filmed that was mm. they got all the merchandise and they put it in front of in front of Tom Hanks, and that's his real reaction yeah. to all the merchandise he's seeing for the first time. I love that. I think it's amazing. It's, the attention to detail in that movie is just phenomenal. It's insane, and it does that thing where it takes it to the next level. the The first film is brilliant, and the first film is a real is is a buddy movie, and it's about Buzz and Woody's friendship. And the second movie is about making the whole a family and, you know, adding to that family and it being a kind of Woody's family. You know, that's that's what the second movie is all about. And yeah. I love it. I just love it. It also goes further than the house in the back garden. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you know, I know in the first one they go to Pizza Planet for a bit, but yeah. in this you've got the toy barn, you've got the, uh, the, uh, the flat where the other guy lives, you've got the brilliant sequence at the airport at the end. Yeah. And the animation. Pff, I think we spoke about it in Reese's episode, didn't we? How good the animation is. It's so it's good. It's so good. Yeah, it's just so good. It's such a good movie. And I struggled. It was going to be five or six for me. And I, 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 
at the very last minute put it in six. And I think you're going to laugh at me when you hear what my what my pick for number five is because because I think you're going to laugh that I put that above Toy Story two. But hey, there we go. And I also guarantee that my, that my choice for number five will not be in your list. My number six. I think we spoke about it. We haven't spoken about it on air, but it's mm. Desperado. Yeah, we've talked about that. You love Desperado. Desperado, Robert Rodriguez film, which not many people know it is a sequel to his one of his first films. First film? El Mariachi. Yeah, which he film, made yeah. on on nothing, pretty about much. About 45p and a Twix, I reckon. He, yeah, he got, he got a load of help with it. We've both watched it. It is a good film. But it like is, yeah. it's like a stu- like it's a really good student film. I think that's a bit harsh, but but it's a really really good low budget indie film. You can see the man's got talent when he's yes yeah absolutely. So Desperado comes along and it's a sequel to that. It hasn't got any of the characters on. It's not Antonio Banderas isn't in the the original. No. So the only thing that really carries along is that the, the myth of the Adamadarachi is mm. the character with the, the guitar playing. Assassin. I think it, it is it the same character though. I know it's not the same actor, but it is the. Do you know what? I don't really know. Character. I think it's. I just know to... it's a trilogy. I think it's the same character, isn't it? I think it's meant to be. Yeah. Yes. But while I'd say this came along, oh, and the action's so good, and Antonio Banderas is so good, and it's got one of my favourite beginnings. It's got Steve Buscemi telling stories about what to come in a bar to a bunch of locals mm. yeah i know what you mean yeah. so you kind of get a double intro you so you get the story about him going in a bar and wiping everyone out and then antonio banderas pretty much arriving and then wiping everyone out again and it's great and it's got a uh, selma hayek who is gorgeous in this film yeah fell in love with her when i was like 13 14 and then danny Trejo. fell in love with her all over again when we saw her in the cinema the other day <laughs> in person, <laughs> in person yeah. yeah yeah danny Trejo. the action is just so good it took it to a, a place up I didn't think action could go when I first watched it. Like he, he's almost dancing when he's he's mm. shooting, if that makes sense, in the scenes. And I, at that point as well, I, I'm a big Tarantino fan, and he pops up in a, like one scene, tells yeah. quite a funny joke and story. And I used to love that. What do you think about the third one? That's Once Upon a Time in Mexico, the third one, right? If we ever do a thing of disappointing ends, that would be on my list because yeah. it's not great, is it? No. It's it's a bit of a mess. Yeah, I mean, it's got a, it's got a lot to live up to, hasn't it? That's the thing. It's it had high standards yeah. to live up to, and it 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 didn't quite hit that mark. A lot of these films I've talked about in my list are when I first watched them. They just there's something that made them different from other films, mm. and it opened my eyes to cinema a bit more. And Desperado is definitely one of those films when I watch it and think, wow. Look what how different action can be because at that point I probably just seen Lethal Weapons and stuff, which I love and Die Hards and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger films and Stallone films, and then you get to this kind of experience, and I was just I loved it. It was so much fun, so much fun. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie. It really is a great movie. There's a scene when they check the guitar box and it looks like a guitar. They all look away and it slowly opens. <laughs> and it shows just loads of guns and stuff. It's... <laughs> and and Tendo Baradaras is so fucking cool in it. Unbelievably yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Absolutely cool. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. I, I'm annoyed I didn't think of it, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I should, I'm thinking about it now. It, it should be in there somewhere. But what I'm would anno- you take I'm out? Annoyed. I'm annoyed. I, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know what I'd take out. I guess... Wrath of Khan would drop out, but then I don't want the, I don't want it to. Wrath of Khan's too good. I don't know. I don't know what I'd take out, but anyway, 
That would be my number 11 then. Desperado is my number 11. If anyone hasn't seen Desperado... Oh, like, go and watch it. Go and watch it. And it feels like it's a film that doesn't get talked enough when people are talking action films. Mm. Like when I know people a lot of talk about like The Raid nowadays. And The Raid 2, by the way, was very close to getting to this list. But again, it's one of those things as The Raid's yeah. a very good film. Um, I think it kind of gets forgotten about. And I think sometimes Robert Rodriguez recently... He is doing, he's done made that great episode of The Mandalorian... But mm. he's done a lot of crap. <laughs> yes, he has. Yeah, isn't it like Spy Kids and stuff like that? Spy it? Kids and Lava Girl and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's a place for them, but not for me. No. Uh, and they did Sin City's a great film, I think. Sin City Two, I would put down in the most disappointing. If anyone yeah, asks yeah. me, the most disappointing sequel. It's not Thank a bad God sequel. I thought you were going to say you were going to put down the good sequels. No, like, no, no, no. It's not a bad sequel. <laughs> it's not a bad film. But for me. Sin City was a great film. Uh, it was very it different. It should go down to that it. one that went the category of not needing a sequel. Probably, Sin City yeah. did not need a sequel. It was done. There was more stories to be told at that point, wasn't there? Yeah, but not There was as more strong. in the comic book. The, yeah, but the stories weren't as strong. It told the good... It's told the strong stories in the first movie. Oh, he picked the handpicks to the good ones, did he? Yeah. And then the, the weaker ones are the ones they told in the sequel. Fair enough. You could put them down in both those options then. Right. Well, that is our... 10 till 6 that that is our that's our part 1 of our top 10 so check back in with us next friday yep for our unequal sequel extra extra for the rundown from 5 down to 1 yes. our very best and i i wonder if i wonder if our number 1's going to be the same because we had this we had this with fast and furious number 10 was the same and our number 1 was the same I wonder if that's going to happen on this one. It might do. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> <laughs>